This podcast may contain explicit words that may offend people that are offended by certain explicit words. So if you are offended by certain explicit words, then please, please, please do not listen to this podcast. Maybe this podcast specifically may not be for you. Otherwise, please do enjoy and welcome to the Nerdic Pro Podcast here on Anchor Podcasts and on Spotify Podcasts. I hope you all enjoy. What is happening, everybody? How are we all? Welcome back to the Nerdic Pro Podcast here on Anchor Podcasts and on Spotify. My name is, as per usual, Bobby Salazar, and today I am being joined by the one and only Mr. Marco Marinelli. So, Marco, thank you very much for joining me here today. Uh, We've had a few technical difficulties, um, but we're finally now on the up. And, uh, yeah, so... So, yeah, uh, I'm aware that you have a match this coming Saturday um, in Skegness at the Suncastle for Lion Wrestling Promotions in the second annual Ping of the Castle uh, tournament um, against, originally it was meant to be Winston, but that has been changed now to the Alpha Athlete C.W. Davis. How do you see yourself going into that match and will you be walking away the victor? Well, I'd be lying um, if I didn't uh, say I was very overconfident. Uh, well, matter of fact, uh, I'm feeling I'm feeling very relaxed about the situation, despite the fact that Winston is now not going to be my opponent. Um, however, uh, I do see it as a tremendous opportunity, considering the replacement that I've now got. You know, the alpha male. Uh, you know, C.W. Davies, um, I've seen this guy um, for a long time. And uh, this guy is, uh, you know, he is what he says he is. He is the alpha mm-hmm. athlete. Uh, but then again, I just hope he really understands that um, I've been waiting for an opportunity like this for quite a while. The last time I had a really great opportunity to showcase exactly what it is that Marco Marinelli can do um, was against Nathan Cruz last year. And mm. uh, even though I came out of that match on the losing end, uh, losing a championship in, you know, in the, uh, in the situation as well. Um, at the same time, I relish an opportunity like this. Um, and Hey, if you're going to go, if you're going to go all the way in a tournament, such as the King of the Castle, you know, you gotta go. You gotta go against the best, and and you know, Charlie Davies. Uh, uh, you know, as good an athlete as you are, you ain't never wrestled me before. And, and I really hope that he brings his A game this Saturday, on December the third, because I've been waiting for an opportunity like this. Like I said, it's been a long time. It's been a long time for me to really sink my teeth into a challenge like this. I mean, I had a match a few months ago um, when I was involved in a tag team ladder match uh, for HEW. And I'd never really been in a match like that before. But I relished the opportunity 
and this Saturday, I'm going to get another chance to really sink my teeth into this challenge. But uh, Charlie Davis has got to realize I'm already, as much as I'm looking forward to wrestling him, I'm already looking past him. Mm. So, considering that Davis has recently lost the LWP World Heavyweight title to Arcadius, um, a match that I was there live to see, um, considering I was doing some uh, work for LWP like on that show, um, do you believe that this will help boost yourself in that match against Davis this Saturday? Or do you believe that uh, he's recently announced that he's uh, taken a step back from wrestling? Do you think that's going to help you in any way to come out of the victor? Uh, well, you know, in, in the past, uh, I might have actually been sucked into that situation where you hear someone saying they're going to be doing this or they're going to be doing that. But no, no the one thing I've learned uh, is that even though he may be taking a sabbatical, whenever that may be, uh, it doesn't mean a thing to Marco Marinelli because he's going to be stepping through those ropes the same as I am. And when you go through those ropes and that bell rings, your mind should be on the task at hand. So this Saturday, I'll be focusing on him. I'm going to be focusing on... Anything else on the horizon? You know, I've got a few things uh, going on with me right now. Uh, but when I step through those ropes, you know, I'm going to leave all that by the wayside. I'm going to leave that back in the dressing room. And I'm bringing everything that I got this Saturday. And, you know, if Davis is the, is the athlete and the professional that he, is, he says he is, um, you know, for his sake and for my sake, I just hope he brings it. Definitely, definitely. So, is Marco Marinelli walking out the 2022 LWP King of the Castle? Well, I said it a few days ago, and I'll say it again. By hook or by crook. Now, remember what I'm saying there. By hook or by crook, by any means necessary. Yes, I truly believe that I will be coming away from Skegness as the next LWP King of the Castle. Nice to hear. Nice to hear. Definitely, definitely. So maybe if you do win this Saturday, what will be your next steps in LWP? Will you be challenging the winner of Brett Hero or Steve Sykes for the British title? Will you be challenging the new LWP world champion of Arcadius? Or is there anyone in mind who you want to have uh, any sort of match or feud with uh, after this Saturday? If I win, I hear you right there. You said, if I win, no, it's when <laughs> I win. It's when I win. When I become the king of the castle, whoever is 
the British heavyweight champion, or dare I say it, whoever is the world's heavyweight champion of LWP, I promise you, you do not want to overlook Marco Marinelli. Because I've been waiting for too damn long to finally break through the glass ceiling that got put in front of me so long ago. Always being told, you're never going to be a world champion. You can't win the big one. We don't have enough respect for you in order to cheer you on or, you know, or, you know I, I, I am already seeking and I am already envisioning myself as the next LWP World's Heavyweight Champion. Because like I said, I've been in this game for 14 years and it's damn time that I finally live up to my own hype. See, I've got something to prove this. And what I'm going to prove this Saturday is that I am all that I say I am, and then some. It's time for Marco Marinelli to break out of the mold that he was put into and take what he said that he was going to take a long time ago. And that is world eight gold. Okay, okay, nice, nice. So, with you being in this game for 14 years, is there any, uh, is there anything that you're going to be bringing from your 14 years experience into your already scheduled match against C.W. Davis, who's only been in the business for five, right? Will you, who has, what, nine years on top of C.W. Davis, be the better man? Will you be the better wrestler? Will you be the better sportsman in this match? Will you hold out your hand against C.W. Davis and shake his hand before the match? Like I said before, by any means necessary. Now, if, Char if, if, CW, if Charlie Davis wants to hold out his hand and extend his thanks to me, then maybe I'll consider shaking his hand. But at the same time, just like I have no respect for any of those fans anywhere in the UK that want to spit on my family heritage, who want to spit on the Italian flag, use me to vent their prejudice and their anger towards me. You know, it, it, it means nothing to me. Because at the end of the day, I learned a long time ago, the respect of, from other people will only, get you, will only get you so much. And let me tell you, for 14 years, I have had my heritage spat on by all wrestling fans. I've had my heritage made fun of by my peers. I have had people just ridicule me simply for being who I am. Half British, half Italian. Yeah, I'm always being told, 
You can't be one or the other. You're either one or the other. You can't be both. Well, I choose to be both because I refuse. I refuse to be told what I have to do, where I can go and what I can say. And that just seems to tick people off. Well, you know what? I enjoy ticking people off. Anytime I've had my hand raised, it ticks people off. And this Saturday when I win the King of the Castle, after I go through Davis and whoever I face in the semi-finals and the final, I know it's going to tick people off. And you know what? I don't give a damn. I'll be the next King of the Castle and then I'll move on to the world's heavyweight title and I'll tick everyone off along the way. And I don't give a damn. So some spark and some fire, definitely. I'd love to hear that. Love to hear it. So yeah, um, so will we definitely see a future of Marco Marinelli in LWP? Right? Because just think, there's still the potential and the possibility that you could still lose out to CW Davis. Maybe if you do lose to C.W. Davis or anyone else in the semi-finals or in the finals, right? Will we still be seeing Marco Marinelli in Liar Wrestling Promotions? You know what? If, 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 I, if I was to just walk away from a situation every time I lost a match, I would have, I'd have walked away a long time ago. You've got to be prepared for that possibility. But at the same time, I'm going into this match believing... And knowing that in my mind, I am going to win this match. And I'm not just going to win the, the opening match. I will go through the semifinals to the final and go all the way to lifting that trophy this Saturday, this Saturday for the King of the Castle. Because, you know, you have to be in this to win it. All right? If you're not in it to win it, then you get out. If you are, I mean, if I may borrow the phrase from the man himself, Stone Cold Steve Austin. If you're not in this to aspire to be the world's champion, then you're in the wrong business. You should get out. I have wanted to ascend to the position of world's heavyweight champion from the very first day I walked through those doors at all the training schools that I went to. I always wanted to stand out. I've always believed that I was good enough to be a world's heavyweight champion. And this Saturday, I'm coming with a mentality that I am going to go through three opponents in one night. And I will begin that journey to become world's heavyweight champion, starting with King of the Castle. Okay, okay. So, so presuming C.W. Davis is going to be listening to this, are there any closing comments before we get into who Marco Marinelli is? Are there any closing comments that you'd like to put towards the alpha athlete, C.W. Davis, and every single other person. M-A-R-C-O space M-A-R-I-N-E-L-L-I. 
Marco Marinelli. Okay, okay. I was going to say, I think that considering that you can't even spell your own last name right, I think that uh, C.W. Davis will point this out to maybe want to uh, beat you on Saturday. But, you know, I guess we're going to have to wait and see. But, um... <laughs> well, I'll tell you yeah. one thing. Hey, 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 hey. You, you can laugh at that. You can laugh at that. But I'll tell you one thing. You can take that why and you can give it to C.W. Davis because when I finish... When I finish that match with him and I've got my hand raised, he's going to be saying the word, why? Why did I underestimate Marco Marinelli? Why did I overlook him? Why? Why are my shoulders on the mat? And why is my hand not raised in victory? It's simply because, just like every single other person, from fan to wrestler to promoter, You've always overlooked Marco Marinelli. But this Saturday, I guarantee you, you won't. Okay, then. Okay, then. So, yeah, anyone listening to this, presuming C.W. Davis will be first on the list, and maybe even Aaron Sharp and Miss Sabrice, who I'll be speaking to tomorrow evening, on Facebook, 6.30pm, make sure you're there. Um, we'll be listening to this. Maybe will they have comments of their own? Uh, of Mark Marinelli? I guess we're going to have to wait and see. So, with King of the Castle aside, who is Marco Marinelli? Why, or when, how, where, when and why did Marco Marinelli first get into the world of professional wrestling? Well, Marco Marinelli, he began a lot longer, a lot longer than uh, 14 years ago. It started in 2006 with um, with LDN wrestling. I was there uh, along with um, a group of people who I'm actually proud to say, even to this day, I am still very good friends with, and uh, they they include the Monster Judas. The tag team known as London Inc. Yep. Aisha Raymond. Yep. And uh, yeah, you might be surprised at this. Um, you know, I'm even going to mention my old buddy who I locked horns with a few weeks ago, Bono. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. What is that? You two, that? 15 years of friendship that he decided to uh, throw away and uh, basically try to say that um, he would have, um, we'd have done a whole lot better if I was still ta tag team partners with him. But the uh, truth of the matter is, he leached off me for 16 years and now all of a sudden he wants a piece of the limelight. Uh, but at the same time, I'm the one that was out there, you know, in the trenches, plying the trade, learning the craft. But I'll tell you one thing. In addition to all those people that I'm, even I'll even mention Axel Lynch, um, who is who was a friend of mine uh, when we started out, and he still is to this day. Um, and even Milky O'Hagan, once upon a time, he was a friend of mine. Mm. If you if you heard of Milky O'Hagan, uh, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, Milky O'Hagan, and uh, who else is there? So many, so many people that I met. I mean, to be fair, I've met so many people in the last sixteen years, and. Uh, 
I'm proud to say that they are all acquaintances of mine, if you know, professional acquaintances, if not friends. But, uh, you know, it, it began in LDN 16 years ago. Time after that. You still there, mate? Still here? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, yeah, I think it cut out for a second there. Okay, no problem. Uh, what did you hear? What was the last thing you heard? So, just uh, speaking about uh, Milky O'Hagan. Yeah, uh, yeah. so uh, from Judas to London Inc. to Milky O'Hagan to Axel Lynch to Bono, uh, to Aisha Raymond, uh, Bad Boy Boo Lamont, and uh, many others. Um, yeah, for the first two years, uh, I was training at LDN. I was trained by Paul Ash and uh, Justin Richardson. And then, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, great, great trainers, great, great wrestlers. Yeah. And, um, and then after that, I uh, moved up to Norwich. Well, I didn't move up to Norwich, but I moved uh, my, my uh, training up to Norwich with WAW. Yep. And was there for 14 years. And uh, that's pretty much where I am now. Well, what, where oh, okay. I am now, well, now, I am, yeah. I've, now I've moved on from that. And uh, this is where I am with uh, LWP. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. So what actually like got you into the wrestling business to begin with? Like, Was wrestling always a career that you wanted to pursue? Or was it just something that you randomly came across and then thought, you know what, yeah, I'll uh, start giving this a go. No, I was uh, I was a fan from a very very young age, and uh, wrestling has always uh, been a part of my family um, uh, from both sides, uh, both the uh, British side and also the Italian side. I had a, a great auntie um, who would come round on Saturdays uh, when uh, wrestling was still on ITV, and uh, she was normally a very uh, reserved. Um, uh, type of lady, but when the wrestling came on, oh boy, did she transform! <laughs> mm. um, yeah. and, then, uh, and then, um, and that was my aunt Vi. But on, on top of that, uh, I have God bless his soul, my great uncle Vince. Um, I have a great story to actually tell about him. Um, he used to live in a Banbury a long time ago, mm. and back in the day, um, there was a wrestler, if you remember, a guy called Mike Marino. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. So my uncle Vince told me that um, because he um, played the played a, a, he had an Italian um, wrestling name. Uh, my uncle Vince um, met up with him after a few shows, and they became drinking buddies. Oh, okay, yeah. Very, uh, a very, very nice story to tell. There, my auntie Tenazino would also say that um, he would uh, be out quite, uh, he'd be out quite late with Mike Marino drinking after the wrestling shows uh, in Banbury back in the. Uh, well, oh, I'm talking about maybe the six, maybe the seventies, sixties or seventies, I think it was. But uh, mm. yeah, Michael Vince, well, Michael Vince was a drinking buddy of a wrestler. So, <laughs> oh, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. But, so yeah. Uh, but myself, I've always I, I've been I've been into it since I was a since I was like five years old. I've, you know, from British wrestling to mm. WWF wrestling, I just never. I, you know, once yeah. I was in, I was I was never coming out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. So yeah, I was going to say, um, literally, 
everyone who I've interviewed for, uh, from the likes of Nathan Cruz to the likes of British wrestling legend, well, wouldn't exactly say Marty Jones because uh, he was different into getting into wrestling, but uh, from the likes of Nathan Cruz to uh, Jimmy Starr to Aaron Sharp, etc., like pretty much every other person who I've spoken to have started out like as a fan in the wrestling business. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's like, it's a good career to pursue in. Um, so would you say that Mark, like, would you say that yourself um, when you first started out in um, LDN, that this is, that this was something that you wanted to do as a full-time profession um, or was it something that you just wanted to pursue in uh, as like a bit of a part-time sort of basis? Well, I got into in, into it to mostly to just uh, continue the evolution, really. Uh, you know, because that's what it was. It was just an escalate. It was like an evolution, like an, uh, an escalation, really. Because like you yeah. go from fan to wanting to actually be a part a part of it. And uh, you, you know, you when you get into it, you learn pretty quickly. You know the ups and the downs. You know, there's obviously a good an upside and a downside to it. But you just you stay focused on the upside, uh, which is the camaraderie you get when you make friends uh, in the business. Um, you know, and everything else uh, doesn't really matter because you know when you when you get into that, you know, you get into that flow of um, you know lacing up your boots and walking out to that walking out to the ring and the adrenaline's there, the noise is there. Yeah, it's, it, it's like, it's like a metamorphosis. Um, and that's, and that in itself, um, it's what you can hark back to when you were a fan and you look, you look back on the matches, you know, the wrestlers that you grew up watching and just thinking, mm. this is exactly what, this is exactly what they went through. You know, this is what they were feeling. This is what they were, this is what they were experiencing when they were walking out every night, you know, to either cheers or booze, you know, it's like an emotional connection and you have a, and you, and, it, and it, you end up, you end up building like, um, like a deeper respect for what they did, especially you know, when it comes to like spending time away from family and you know, loved ones to be a part of this. Yeah. You know, whether it be on a small mm. scale or on a larger scale, um, you know, that, 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 yeah, that emotional connection to what got you into wanting to be a wrestler, you know, you, you learn that. Mm. And, um, and I suppose in, in the time I've been doing it, I do, I do still see myself as a fan. I do love sitting down, just watching wrestling. Um, mm. I especially like uh, looking back at uh, my old matches and just picking up things and, you know, and you, I I just I love studying it. Uh, I, mm. I I like to consider my well. I mean, not I'm going to be sound like I'm tooting my own horn here, but uh, um, I do consider myself a student of the game. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So yeah, um, so what would you say you've been like from like watching it, like being a fan of wrestling? Would you say that uh, you have many favourite moments uh, from uh, like from watching it? Like any favourite matches? Any sort of favourite um, like specific moments from matches or anything? Uh, well, yeah, I, I would say that. I mean, I've always enjoyed like 
the craftsmen, but the um, you know the storytellers, um, the characters, um, people like um, obviously pe- people like uh, Ted DiBiase, Ravishing mm. with Rude, um, guys like uh, well, I, uh, I mean I'm a I'm a huge Bret Hart fan. Yeah, um, you know Bret was. Yeah, Brett was the guy I wanted to be like. I wanted to. I look. I saw how Brett brought um, just uh, another level of realism in wrestling. It's like I watched him. I thought uh, how, uh, he's he was just another level. I mean, there were char- I mean, before when I started out, it was just the characters. Um, but the older I got, the more I gained the respect for the craftsmanship of wrestling and the uh, the art of wrestling. And that's when uh, guys like Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels and Owen Hart, mm-hmm. how they just, you know, I just sat and I just enjoyed what they were doing. I mean, uh, obviously my favourite matches, they range from like Bret versus Owen at WrestleMania 10, uh, yeah. Bret, Bret and Bulldog at um, SummerSlam 92. Um one of my more recent favourites um, is uh, Chris Jericho versus Eddie Guerrero in uh, Fall Brawl of 97. Yeah. Um, there were obviously guys like Dean Malenko, um, guys like um, uh, Kurt Angle. You know, the, the, these were, I looked at these guys and thought, well, they're not, they're not six foot five or six foot 10, you know, 310 pounds or whatever, but, you know, they were, you know, they, they, they moved faster. They, they, you know, they, it was, there was a craft in what they were doing and there was a purpose. Guys like Randy Savage, um, mm. you know, all of these, you know, I, I mean, you know, Ricky Steamboat, Ric Flair, I, I, at the, end, I, I, the the list can go on. I basically end up listing practically every single wrestler in the world, basically, you know, guys like the Dynamite yeah. Kids. Um, uh, I mean, he was so far ahead of his time back then, but he was just... Uh, he was just so explosive when he went in, the, in into that ring. Um, Dynamite was a was an incredible wrestler. Mm. Um, you know, and, guy, and British wrestlers like uh, Mike Marino. I went and uh, I mean, with my uncle passing away, I went away and uh, watched a few of Mike Marino's matches as a bit of a tribute to him. And I just saw mm. so many moves that he did, and I incorporated that into uh, my own arsenal. You know, it was the. Yeah, that, that is just the one thing I've never I've never grown out of loving, which is the craft of wrestling, technical wrestling. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, that's just what I love about it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I was going to say wrestling to so many people is literally. If you, like, if you know what I mean, like it's like it's a way of life. It's what gets them out of bed in the mornings. You know what I mean, and. Um, and yeah, like you mentioned, people like the Dynamite Kid. Uh, watching a few of his uh, matches uh, over in Japan against the uh, likes of uh, Tiger Mask, right? Brilliant, like brilliant matches, right? Um, and yeah, like way ahead of his time. Do you know what I mean? And uh, yeah, like God rest his soul because yeah, like he was like way ahead of his time. Do you know what I mean? Um, and yeah, so um, so yeah, sticking to the sort of favourite moments part, would you say that you have any favourite moments from your own personal career? Um, as in, like, any favourite matches that you've had? Uh, any highlights of your career? 
Well, I think looking back, uh, the most recent one I did have um, was the, the match I had uh, in uh, HEW against uh, my uh, former tag partner, Bono, because uh, I always knew he was a great wrestler, and I knew he'd bring his A-game that day. Um, and we took it to each other, and that for me, that is a personal highlight uh, for me, being able to actually lock horns with him. Um, another nice little moment was... Um, when I wrestled uh, B-Ray mm. uh, a few years ago, another guy who I also grew, uh, also began my journey with um, in LDN, uh, B-Ray, uh, another sound, great technical wrestler. Um, you know, we wrestled, uh, I, mean, we, I remember one time uh, we wrestled each other when we uh, began our careers and we, um, you know, when we met again four years ago, um, it was just, it was uh, almost like an out-of-body experience, uh, just thinking to myself, you know, just remembering that when we started out and then I realised that we'd come that far. And same with yeah. same with the, same for the match with Bono. Um, other matches include the tag team ladder match I had a few months ago. First time I've ever been involved in an actual ladder match. Um, but that was a personal highlight for me as well. Um you know, wrestling Nathan Cruz, uh, uh, who is a great wrestler, um, mm. a tremendous wrestler, uh, going up against him. Um, you know, I mean, I wouldn't be, I, I have to sit here and say, you know, like there was a, there was the street fight I took part in against the Knight family. There was that match. Um, mm. I had a great match uh, with, a guy, uh, with a wrestler, Mitchell Starr. Um, yes, I yeah. I remember having a match against him. Yeah. Um, he was a, he's another great wrestler. Um uh, even I, I do um, have a, a, a have a one particular memory uh, from wrestling um, Roughneck, you know, uh, really yeah. powerful, powerful wrestler. Um, you know, he threw me all over the place. Uh, you know, that, that was a that was a tremendous experience for me as well. Mm. Um, you know, I can I mean it's it's kind of funny looking back on it. I I remember when Brett was given Brett Hart was given his uh, Hall of Fame speech and he was talking about thanking every other every single wrestler that he ever works against um you know to me it's always a privilege stepping through those ropes you know regardless of what promotion it's with you know it to me i mean i don't know how it will sound to people out there but to me it's always a privilege being able to step through those ropes and just being able to wrestle you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, um, from like your sort of styles of wrestling, would you say that you have a particular favorite, like technical, um, sort of, um, British strong style, if you know what I mean? I would say um, I am I am extremely very technical technically based, you know, because it's what I grew it's what I that's what I fell in love with. It was mm. you know, as I say, uh, wrestlers like uh, Brett like Bret Hart and Owen Hart, and uh, evolving from that, Chris Jericho, Eddie Guerrero, Kurt Angle, Shawn Michaels, um, to um, you know, uh, guys like Mike Marino, Jackie Palo, you know. Um, mm. You know, I mean, there's so many to um, uh, off the top of my head. There's, there's even there's a couple of, I I can't even uh, think of. At the top of my mind's going under miles an hour at the moment. It's just 
trying to think. Uh, there was another wrestler who was uh, was a British wrestler. Um, uh, it's, it, it, it's funny enough. Uh, if I if I walk away from this, I remember his name. It's just, it's, it, that's just the thing. It's just uh, more than anything. It's just it is the craft of wrestling that I love. I mean, uh, when you see yeah. guys like the guys I mentioned, you know, when you see how they, you know, how they apply it and how they're just so good at what they do, that's just that is what I love. That's that is the that is what I enjoy most about wrestling. Mm. Definitely, definitely. So, uh, so yeah, um, what can we expect to see out of Marco Marinelli in the future? Well, like I said, um, you know, if you're not in this game to want to have that stamp of approval and uh, become world's heavyweight champion, uh, then you're in the wrong game. That's, uh, mm. you know, even if it would have happened one time, I mean, it's going to sound, I mean, I mean, in a, from the fans' point of view, I might. I'm not the most. I'm not the most liked. I know I'm not the most liked, and uh, you know I don't really give a damn if I'm not. If I'm the most liked or not, but at the end of the day, you know I'm here to do this for me. You know mm. I'm not. I'm not. And uh, you know I'm probably sure there's going to be some people uh, listening to this, uh, wondering to themselves. And why is a Marco Marinelli not the talker like it is? So why am I, where, where, where is the Italian, where is the Italiano accent? Uh, where, where is this? Eh? But you know what? You know, it, it got to a point where, you know, that just, you know, I just moved past that. I moved past yeah. the point where, you know, I just didn't want to be known as a stereotype. I wanted people to recognize that, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a damn good wrestler. Mm. You know, I, 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 you know, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit out here and say I'm, I'm better than, um, the, you know, the, you know, uh, the guys in the uh, bigger leagues or, you know, end of the day, you know, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I have res- uh, This is the thing. People look at me, and they just, they just don't want to know the real me. They don't want to know. You know the real Marco Marinelli. They don't want to know about the. Per- all they see is all they have seen for a long time is just a stereotype. You know the typical Italian foreigner stereotype wrestler. Boo me because I because I take pride in in my family heritage. Well, you know what? You know I learned a long time ago. If you're not going to earn respect, the respect of those people, um, you know. It, it doesn't really matter. That respect means nothing. You know, mm. it's not it's not worth having it. But at the end of the day, I am just simply here to put us to get to get that stamp of approval for me. I'm not doing it for anyone else but me. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So podcasting tomorrow with uh, the Commissioner Aaron Sharp and uh, CEO Mr. Bruce tomorrow uh, for LWP. Would you like to give any sort of comments to them for any wants from yourself uh, in terms of your future in LWP? Well, uh, to them, I will say it again, like I said before, when you're engraving the name of the winner of the King of the Castle trophy, you spell it M-A-R-C-O, 
M A R I N E L L I. Nice. Because that mm. is what will be on the on the King of the Castle trophy. The name Marco Marinelli. Okay then, okay then. So yeah, um have you got any closing comments that you'd like to put into the podcast in general? Mm, what do I need to say? What do I need to say? Um, yeah. You think you might have all the answers and you might be content with your own existence like a purring kitten. But in the immortal words that were said like this, he who make kittens put snakes in the grass. And Marco Marinelli has learned to shed his skin and not be afraid to show his true self. Just like a snake before he's about to strike. And believe me, when Marco Marinelli strikes, you'll never forget it. Okay, then. Harsh words from the man himself, Marco Marinelli. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of the Nerdic Pro podcast, thank you very much for joining us here on Anchor and on Spotify podcasts. My name has, as per usual, been Bobby Salazar. The guest for today's podcast has been the one and only Mr. Marco Marinelli. Marco, I shall be seeing you Saturday at the Suncastle in Skegness. Thank you very much for joining us here today, and I shall be seeing you on Saturday. December the 3rd, it'll be a date to remember. Definitely, definitely. I was going to say, the, the one and only LWP show that I attended was Saturday, October 1st, um, and... Uh, at Russell War at the Glada Drome in Boston and all of a sudden I became the referee for Sharp uh, versus Sykes believe it or not so yeah um, LWP are a brilliant company get your tickets for LWP uh, King of the Castle now uh, there are various links on Facebook that you can get them from um, and yeah so ringside of 15 um, seats that are not ringside uh, 10 and I believe 750 uh, for adults to OAPs and kids. Go follow the Nerdic Pro Podcast Facebook page. Um, and and if you wouldn't mind, give us a five-star rating here on Anchor and Spotify Podcasts. Marco, thanks a million for joining us here today. And I shall be seeing you this coming Saturday. Cheers for joining. Ciao. 45 20. <laughs>